Hello, everyone. This is Tim Dodd. Welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Thankful to give witness to tens of thousands, yes, and to the millions that believe it and believes it. I believe that God's going to let me live to pack it until all around the world it's been circulated. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast today. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast where we report on the works of God all over the world as relates to the end-time word. Today we are continuing playing the audio portion of A True Witness, the testimony of Ed Biskell. And as we hear this testimony, we are also hearing from the founder of the Believer's Faith Challenge Report on which this podcast is based. So now we present to you a true witness, the testimony of Ed Biskell, Episode 8, Reaching the Native Indians. I would like to tell you of some Native Indian people that were down here at the coast of, on British Columbia on Vancouver Island there was a, the chief of Euclid tribe, his name was Jack Patrick. He was a Christian. I lived in his house when I would go up there for meetings. And his wife and his uncle, who became a very dear friend of mine, Albert Jackson and his wife. The four of them had brought a, a sister up once again, this event actually spans many years, but yet the actual event which I'm relating happened in these meetings. And they came up for the meetings because I had spoken of arranging these meetings in Grand Prairie and Dawson Creek. So they drove the 800 miles up to Dawson Creek and then found out that the first meetings were in Grand Prairie. They almost came back, which would have been a great disappointment to me. They had a woman with them that was dying with cancer, and she had a terrible issue of blood. I, I don't know much about it, except I was to find out. And in the years that followed, and uh, Brother Branham called her out and told her to stand. She wasn't strong enough to stand. And he called her out and said that she would be healed or whatever more. I don't know, to have faith. And the Native Indian people had a very simple faith. And they were staying in a motel. They told me that that night they were in the motel and in the middle of the night at some time she became violently ill. I think Sister Albert Jackson went with her to the washroom and she passed a large cancer. Many years later, now this is the other aspect, many years later we had moved to Toronto we're in Toronto for several years, moved back here to Surrey, and now had the meetings 
and a church here. A woman, a native Indian woman from Port Alberni who was in the meetings. Her name is Agnes Dick. She came over to our church here in Surrey and was here in the house. We had meetings in the house and she was in the meetings in the house just once in all the years we've been here. She was just there once. And this was many years after 1961. It probably was at least 1972, 73. So 10, 11, 12 years later, she was, came to Vancouver because she was in the medical field and nursing or something. And she took a special course there and came out here and saw us just once. And that's why I like to be able to convey to you, I was there. I was in the meetings. I had arranged the meetings. I knew the people, Chief Jack Patrick, his wife, Albert Jackson, his wife. And now Sister Agnes Dick comes over and spends one service with us. And after the service, I was telling her about this. She said, they stopped at my home on the way up. And she said, they spent the night. And she said, the woman was issuing blood and so on so badly. It soaked through. She said, I had to put sheets under her and it soaked through into the mattress. And I told them, do not take her. She will not make the journey. She will not be, she will not live for that journey, that long journey to Dawson Creek and Fort and Grand Prairie. And she said she was, she got healed and she's still living today. And that was many years later, 10, 12, 15 years later, and she's still living today. I think that I should say something was, something registered in the hearts of the native people. Sister Agnes Dick, when I had been, when I had been there living there on Vancouver Island, which was some years before this woman was healed, and I had a unique experience with this Albert Jackson. He was a very, very, very elderly man and had a real scowly looking face, just like a great storm. And I, I thought that he was angry with me. The first time I met him, I thought he was very angry with me. I preached, but now a short time later, here we are having a meeting in Port Alberni, which is probably 50, 60 miles from Euclid. And he came to me because we had this very close connection. He could not speak English well. So he said to me, he said, I was to preach in the longhouse and there was about 300 people there. And so he, Albert Jackson said, uh, a full you, a full you, that's before you. A full you speak, I speak. I said, okay, Brother Albert, 
Before I speak, you want to speak. Uh-huh, uh-huh. For you, I speak. Okay. I said, that's fine. So before I got up and spoke, and I remember what I spoke on. I spoke on the midnight hour and the workers and the laborers that were called at the different times. And I said, it's very, very late. And he got up and spoke in his native tongue. All I noticed was all the children were lined up on a little bench on blocks of wood. And they were just sitting. He, they were transfixed with him as he spoke in his native tongue. This sister, Agnes Dick, that I just talked about, got up after. And she came to the front and she said, I don't think I could ever be the same again. She said, I know that Brother Biscoll doesn't know anything of our language. And I know that Albert Jackson doesn't know anything of English. And he gets up and speaks to us in our native tongue. And Brother Biscoll gets up and speaks in English. And they both said almost the same thing word for word. And she said, I can never be the same. So there were supernatural things that were happening at that time. But here, maybe 20, 30 years later, it is a network. And a woman is healed from cancer. And then they are affected by our lives and our ministry. And when it comes down to Sister Agnes Dick passing, her husband calls, he's 82 years old then, has his grandchildren call Brother Eddie Biscoll many years, and I go back to Port Alberni and there. So we have a, a very, very unique connection. And all I can say is they're caught in a, in a web of supernatural things that were happening. So I would like to say the supernatural God that was calling the woman to stand, the supernatural God that healed her from cancer, the supernatural God that kept her alive for many years, and then to have the same supernatural God call us to come over and give testimony and to speak and to sing and to give testimony once again so that they would know the God that was demonstrating himself on the platform was the same God. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember, friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully dressed by the Word of God. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. You can sign up for our email newsletter at BibleWay.org. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says Newsletter. Fill in your name and email address and click Sign Up. 
In this email report, you will receive reports of the works of God in China, in Africa, in South America, in India, Europe, all over the world. We also publish a full-color paper newsletter two times a year, complete with photographs, reports, and testimonies from all over the world. The newsletter is free. Just request it, and we would be happy to mail a copy to you. You can contact us by email at info at bible-believers.org. That's info at bible-believers.org. Or you can write to us at Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. That's Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. This is Mark Ajo. Thank you for being with us today. And be sure to join us for the next. Believer's Faith Challenge Report Podcast.